All right. Okay, so welcome to another podcast with Pillow Talk. I'm your host, Norman Wynn. I'm here with Brent Shaw. Brent, you want to introduce yourself? How's it going, everyone? Brent Shaw. You can find me on Instagram at the real student mentor, not the fake one, the real one. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited to uh, be invited on this podcast. Thank you so much, Norman. Yeah, no problem. No, like let's let's go. Let's di- dig into a little bit of how we know each other. I started following you, I think, I think it was a year, a year and a half ago. And I don't even know how I found you. You just started putting out content. I think you, you were super new to your account. I think I was following you when you had like a thousand followers, something like that. And now you're at wow. what? Now, wow. you know, now you're at what? Go ahead and tell them. I mean like 36,000? 36. 36.7K, something like that. Clout. A little bit more clout. Yeah, a little more clout. But, but no, I mean, you, you've... I think you've stayed pretty consistent with who you are and the, the kind of content you push out. And for me, it was awesome because it was, it was like another person in the space who also wanted to mentor other people and just give them advice on whether, but it's, you do specifically more like the studying strategies and uh, being disciplined and things like that. I'm more general, like general mindset and, and stuff like that. I try not to tell people too much how to study and stuff. Cause I'm not, I myself, I'm not the best at studying. Um, but yeah, I think following you since a year ago and seeing you grow your brand and develop your social media platform into what it is today and seeing all the testimonials and all the reviews that, uh, of all the people that you've helped has been great. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So I started my Instagram account kind of a year and a half ago. So the fact you were like, you were there from the beginning, which I don't even know, which I, yeah, it's all good. Don't worry about it. That's that's, that's awesome. Um, But yeah, you know, I I always loved mentoring. New mentoring was my passion and it was really my path. Me becoming a doctor and, you know, I was connected to everything I do. So I thought, you know, I had mentors who were on social media, but I never really in a million years thought of myself as an influencer. Never in a million years. You know, I always thought, I thought, okay, I'm going to make this account. Hopefully my friends don't find out about it so they'll roast me, you know. (laughs) And then I made my first video and I was just, Super awkward, super monotone, and now it's completely different. Mm-hmm. And I just figured, and if you know, this goes to all of you guys out there. It doesn't matter if you have thirty-six thousand followers, because I am the same person as I was when I had one thousand followers, right? Yep. And if you are in the business or you are thinking about starting a social media page, think about if you could change one person's life with your content, with your story, with your mentoring, whatever you starting that page will be worth it. So that's what I told myself. You know, if I could change one person's life, one person's life through my page, and I might be awkward in the beginning, my friends might roast me, but whatever. You know, if you yeah. can say you can change one person's life, that's way more than a lot of other people. For sure. No, like when I started, see, that's the thing. You you made a, diff, a, a personal brand account specifically apart from your personal private page, right? I basically went the opposite way. I transitioned my personal account into the, the, the account it is today, the, the personal brand it is today. But it's, but it's because I still talk about the exact same things as if I was talking with my personal friends or it, I'm, I'm the same person. And so for me, I knew I couldn't divide my time up between keeping up with my friends and uh, uh, building another personal brand on the side. I, it just wasn't for me, right? If you, some other people who do that, that's great for me. It was, I knew I couldn't divide my energy up that way, but I definitely got that same backlash that you were talking about. Like 
from other med students, or not medicines, but other pharmacy students uh, that were in my class. They were like, oh, why are you building this brand? Like, why are you posting about these uh, these influencers and or just or just be doing the things that you're doing? Uh, they didn't see the point of it. They didn't see, you know, what's the value of building a brand in, in pharmacy. And, and it's and it's funny because the type of, you know, the kind of uh, people that come into pharmacy tend to be more very analytical, very facts driven based uh, because, you know, the whole point of our profession is, you know, decrease medication errors, right? Reduce the percentage of that. And so when it comes to more esoteric things like building a brand, you know, putting yourself out there and, uh, you know, social media and things like that, it, it doesn't come, it doesn't come as easily. So for me, I stood out like a sore thumb. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Like, how did you, how did you process when you started building your page? How did it go with your friends, your family, like your mentors and things like that? Yeah, so the reason I started this page because my mentor, Dr. Pimesett, at the mm-hmm. Real Study Doc, or at the Study Doc on Instagram, he was doing, he was like, Brent, why aren't you doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, you're an idiot. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, because I was managing his social media account. Right oh. I was like, ah, you know, I'm not really like, because that's another business. I manage other people's yeah. social media yeah. accounts. Yeah. We can get into that later. Um, but I figured, I was like, look, I don't think. I have a very unique path into medicine and a very unique startup of how I've gotten to where I am. And like, I'd rather talk about that than, than kind of building a brand because it kind of goes into it. But I figured, like, look, I don't think there's anyone out there like me who, who the type of content I wanted to push. Um, so to give you a little background about me, um, I want to be a doctor, right? So, um, but coming into my junior year of college, I went to UC Santa Barbara. Any Cali people out here? Um, but I went to UC Santa Barbara, and coming into my junior year, the only thing on my resume is I was a camp counselor. That was it. Which is still awesome. Right? But, and, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think my schools would be like, oh, counselor of the week. There you go. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Champion. That's yeah. impressive. I don't think it was going to be like. <laughs> Automatically. Right, so, handpick. Yeah. Exactly. So it was like, all right, Brent, well, do you want to be a doctor or do you want to be a camp counselor for the rest of your life? Like, what are you doing? So mm. finally, after my junior year, after my junior year of college, um, I was super interested in stem cell medicine and how these treatments could help athletes get onto the field more quickly compared to surgery. So I was like, all right, over summer, I'm going to get an internship and I'm going to see how these procedures are, are actually um, done. So I emailed every single doctor in LA and actually with this very special doctor, Dr. Darrow, um, I filled out a patient application form. And so I figured, you know, this is how he makes money. He's going to at least see this email right? Because he's going to think I'm a new patient. So I basically put, hey, Dr. Darrow, um, I have zero experience, but I'm super passionate about um, stem cell medicine, and I would love an opportunity to learn from you and just be attached to your hip over the summer. I'll take out the trash, I'll switch out the water cooler, whatever you need me to do, I just want to learn. And Dr. Darrow responded in six minutes with the letter U, with the letter R, welcome anytime. I was wow. like, was this AIM in sixth grade? Like, who talks about this anymore? Like, I'm not a, a stem cell doctor, so I was like, is this even legit? What is it? Anyway, it That's was awesome. legit. Yeah. During that summer, between my junior and senior year, I um, went in every single day when they opened, left when they closed, um, got really close with all the staff, and even though I knew absolutely zero about stem cell or research or anything, I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it my all. So I actually created a stem cell research department um, during that summer where we track patient outcomes of how they're doing 
one month, six months annually after the procedure. Mm. And the project was such a huge success. They incorporated me into their stem cell family. And in a matter of three months, I was promoted to the director of research at a stem cell therapy clinic at 21 years old. So I was like, there's no way anyone has anything like that out there. But if I were you guys out there, I'd be like, all right, Brent, well, that was just a lucky story. Like, congrats. You know, that has nothing to do with me. Yeah, yeah. Like, just every, really... single, yeah <laughs> every single great thing I've done in my life has always started from that. Reaching out, sending an email, calling someone, showing up, and asking to learn from someone. I've worked with celebrities, best-selling authors, world leaders, just by asking to learn. And you'd be mm. so surprised who will help you. So I figured that was going to be my message on my page, at least in the beginning. Right. No, yeah, I, I, I would agree with everything you just said. Like being – you've been super consistent with who you are from the very beginning and it's always by working hard, asking the right questions, being curious, being passionate. But for someone who may let, – let's, let's assume that you're, you're talking to me, right? I, I don't know what my passions are, but I, I know what I should do. I know I should just ask for opportunities, blah, 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 but, but I don't have any sense of direction. What would you tell me? How would you get me from point A? I don't know where to direct my energy. And so what, what would you tell me to get to point that, that point? Yeah, so I think it's also very important to spend time asking yourself what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, do I want to be a pharmacist because I actually want to be a pharmacist? Or do I want to be a pharmacist because my parents are pushing me? Like you have to live your whole, you have to live your own life. I mentor so many students who want to be doctors or don't want to be doctors or whatever just because someone else told them that that's what they should do. Yep. Um, so I'm very much myself and unapologetic about it, and you should be too. You have to be living your own life. And so once you figure out, okay, this is what I'm passionate about or this is what I actually think about, think I'm passionate about, then it's time to reach out for opportunities. Right. right? So just by sending an email – Right, of just asking for help, asking someone, not for an opportunity, mm-hmm. right, but asking to learn from them. Right? Mm-hmm. Because opportunities are very, very uh, short-term compared to building relationships. Right now, Dr. Darrow is my best friend, and we're going to be friends for the rest of my life or his life or whatever. Um, so just think about it that way. Gotcha. So finding, asking yourself, is this actually, am I doing this for me? Or am I doing this for someone else? Am I doing it for my parents? Am I doing it for society? Well, X, Y, Z. And then from there, putting yourself out there, asking to learn, not necessarily just asking for opportunities or jobs or, or research. You you put it out there as, I want to build a relationship. I want to learn from you. Uh, I want you to mentor me, right? Exactly. And that's being genuine. How mm-hmm. many of these doctors get emails every day? Oh, I want a job. Oh, I want this. I want that. I want that. Yep. When you're just saying, hey, can I learn from you? You know, you've gotten to where you are because of X, Y, and Z. Yep. I would love just to learn from your story, learn to how you got to where you are now, because that can help me make a positive impact on the world. Yep. And when you frame it like that to these doctors or world leaders, they're like, mine is blown. Like, oh my God, I've never heard you say that before. I've never heard anyone say that to me. Of yeah. course, yeah. You're Anything just you need. framing right. it a, a separate way that, that just distinguishes you from the rest of the crowd. Yeah. Um, exactly. So- and, and that's how... You move up, right? Yeah. And you get opportunities.
opportunities that you're not necessarily qualified for. I was not qualified to be director of research. I didn't even have my bachelor's yet. You weren't uh, qualified in the, in the normal sense of the word. Yeah, in the normal sense, exactly. Yeah. And nothing I've ever done, I've been qualified. Mm-hmm. To qualified in the resume per, per se. Yep, yep. But, but if you do things for the right reasons, right, people will give you the world. And I've seen this from people who I never thought in a million years would ever talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, let's let's dig a little even a little deeper. So you said that you you wanted to do stem cell research uh, in that lab uh, to help athletes recovery things like that, right? Why did you choose stem cell therapy? Like, why was it that research? Why did that speak to you? Why did you feel most passionate about that? What what was going through your head? So super new, and I remember giving presentations about stem cells um, when I was like second grade. Wow. So stem cells always um, were always really, really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And then I heard about like athletes like Peyton Manning, does Brian, Kobe getting these procedures. I'm like, whoa, that's awesome. Kobe. Right? And, I, and, I've, and, I've, and, I've, uh, and I've shadowed surgery, so I've, I've, I've seen, you know, how it's not just cut and dry where you see, you know, Kevin Durant tears his Achilles and he's back in a year, right? Yeah. But he has the best physiotherapist, best surgeon, best physical, all of that. Yeah. Right, what happens if your mom or dad tears the ACL? Can they afford to get you off work? I'm like, all right, guys, I'm in rehab. No. Right, so that kind of conservative approach and that very new and innovative approach mm-hmm. uh, to treating musculoskeletal injuries was super attractive to me. Gotcha. So you wanted to be at the forefront of, of that innovation, a new way to treat uh, and heal someone. And so that's what spoke exactly. to me. Exactly. Gotcha. That's exactly. awesome. So so with that, how, how does what you're doing – how does – being the director of stem cell research at a lab, how does that relate to your journey as a pre-med? How, how, how close are you? How, how are you doing on that journey? And how do you see that those transferable skills relating? Yeah, so I, I like to say a lot of it, not just not luck, but when you put yourself out there, you get kind of lucky. Mm. Right? So stem cell research and musculoskeletal conditions, it's relatively new. Right, so when I published papers, it was one of the first papers out there that tracked hip arthritis or um, rotator cuff tears. Right, wow. so I got at the forefront of that. So every time someone posts a paper, they're going to reference mine, yep. right? Because I was one of the first. Yeah. Um, and um, so what it also allowed me to do is it was a private practice, so there's not as much oh, there's not as much bureaucracy, right? So yeah. I started mentorship programs for underprivileged students in Los Angeles, where you know, I gave them an opportunity that wasn't necessarily found in their communities to have research experience, to shadow the doctor, to have me as their mentor, right, to get letters of rec and advice and all of that. And that really played an important part for me. Mm. Right? I'm not someone who can be in a lab all day and do nothing, right? Half my job is talking to patients and educating them and answering questions and making sure they feel comfortable going into the procedure. Because that's awesome. how our procedure works and you look could not be on YouTube, but the patient is awake the whole time and they're getting a drill in the back of their pelvis while awake. Wow. Now, it's kind of similar to getting, uh, to kind of getting drilled at the dentist, you know, if you're up, so it's uncomfortable. It's not yeah. necessarily excruciating pain, but it's uncomfortable and just knowing that if someone's drilling to the back of your pelvis <laughs> and s- syringing out bone marrow, yeah. that's, it's a little uncomfortable, right? Yeah, so just a little bit, that, just a little bit. So that human connection right, of education of the patient, of mentoring students coming into our lab, of feeling like family, love going into work every single day, right, is so much bigger than just research. And I think like you said in the beginning, 
people, in, not just in pharmacy, but in medicine, they try to box you in. You can only be a doctor, right? You can only do this. Like, no, I don't want to only do that. My passion, you know, when I'm a doctor, I only want to be a part-time clinician. And then I want to do a whole other stuff like that. And if you don't like it, great. I'll go find somewhere else that does like it. You know, and by building up a brand, by building up different skill sets that translate into every aspect, right? So studying, time management, discipline, mindset, all that, you become more valuable to people. So if someone is trying to screw you over, you'd be like, no, I'm not going to be screwed over. I'm going to go over here where I can provide even more value. Yep. You refuse to be shut down by the people who tell you no, who tell you that you could only be just what you are. And that you can't step outside your comfort zone. You can't be more than just a doctor. You can't be more than just a pre-med student. You can't be more than just a pharmacist. Uh, I love it. Yeah, no, I, I, definitely, exactly. I definitely relate to that. Yeah, you want to expand it's on starting, It's starting with why. Mm. It's a great book by Simon Sinek, but my why yep. right, is to empower people to become the best versions of themselves. My why is not to become a doctor. That's where you have the exact so, same uh, mission statement. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So by being a doctor, by doing mentoring, by being a business, by doing branding, all this type of stuff, it all connects into my why. Yep. Right. So one of those things isn't happening if stuff I get screwed over at one place, then it's okay. I can always focus my energy onto other things that fulfill me as well. Yep. And I'm not saying that's the right way to think. That's how I think. And yep. That's it's me too. You know my p- path. Um, but it just gives you a lot more versatility um, nice. when you are making career decisions or whatever. Right. And of course you're speaking from a, a pre-med student journey, but even as a just, you know, just a pre-med, you're more than just a pre-med student. You already done so much as director of research and building your personal brand online on social media and things like that. So yeah, I would, I would also encourage any pre-health profession students or just anybody in general, step outside your comfort zone, push past your limits, ask yourself the right why questions. And I think you'll see very fruitful results, just like I think me and both me and Brent. Yeah, are. and I think also if yeah, and if like when we're talking about getting into graduate school, mm-hmm. whether it's a pharmacist, PA, physical therapist, doctor, whatever, yeah, it's extremely competitive. So if you're just doing everything else by being a box checker and doing everything else that everyone else is doing, how are you gonna stand out? Yep. When med school is two percent administrative per school, and I don't I don't know the stats for pharmacy school. But not not as competitive, but yeah, yeah. But they're looking, but any school is looking for different candidates that bring a different view of medicine and a different life perspective. Yes, to that school. So it's actually in your benefit to be yourself and to go through your passions and then connect it all into medicine. Yep, it's it's kind of getting back into that framing because you can connect sports, uh, music, whatever, to being a pharmacist, to being a doctor, or anything. Literally, I mean, how you talk about it. Yeah, literally exactly what me and Devin are doing, right? Me and Devin are, well, I'm, I'm passionate about like social media, entrepreneurship, uh, mindset, things like that. So I bring that to our project here and then he's bringing more of the technical aspects of creativity and videography, photography and uh, making music, music production, things like that. And now he's making like patient education videos uh, using that, those same techniques and doing them for his hospital rotations. So it's super relevant, especially yeah, in awesome. especially going forward in a 2020, you know, 2030, 2040 economy where those kind of values and the, or those kind of skill sets are super needed um, because that's that's just the world we live in today. It's not the, the world that our parents lived in. It's not the, parent, or the world that our grandparents lived in. It's the world that we're living in. 
Yeah, and it's and it's funny that you mentioned Simon Sinek's uh, speech because I actually just recently rewatched that again, and it's it's the quote of people don't buy what you do, people buy why you do it, right? People buy why you do exactly. the things that you do, and so I think for anybody that's having trouble right now, like that may be writing their personal statements uh, for med school. I don't know if med school application season is around this time, but. But just in general, for anyone, right? Anybody that's trying to get to a new job, move to a new career, uh, get to graduate school, or get, or even get into college, whatever it is, if you're making a, a real transition of any type, especially during COVID, you got to ask yourself, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? What is it that what is it that makes me irked or mad or frustrated about the world that I want to go out and get up out of bed every single day and go and solve that problem and figure out how to how to solve it. Uh, I think that for for both of us, that was we wanted to empower other people, right? And so I think if if you ask yourself that question, uh, whether it's in your certain industry or the industry you're heading into, I think you'll find a lot of fulfillment there. But that's just my own opinion as a, a current third year pharmacy student. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's the right question yeah, to ask. Definitely. Yeah. So and, and, and just realize that people are always buying you. Mm. Whether you're selling a product, whether you're being a pl- they're always buying you. Mm-hmm. You are separate from your experiences and your resume. Yep. Right? Because if you are really good about talking about yourself, talking about your passions, and at the end of that talk, that person believes in you, that's more valuable than any work experience you've done. I yep. can guarantee you that. Yep. Yeah, being able to communicate your story who you are and why it is that the things that you've done that you've done and the impact that you've been able to make through those things is tremendously underrated tremendously uh, i think that it allows you to make that's why and that's why you can you hear about like doctors moving into like the digital health space or into like digital health startups and things like that because they're able to relate their own value and their story about why they how they can fit into helping these tech companies and things like that to be able to to give their value I think it's super interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, yeah, so do, do you want to talk a little bit uh, about what you got going on in your life right now? Yeah, so over um, COVID, you know, it's been a very interesting time um, because what happens is, right, everything is shut down, yep. at least in LA, not in Texas over there. Yeah, Texas, um, it's the wild uh, west. <laughs> yeah, so but, I, but I've been helping a bunch of students who have been in reps you know, yep. who felt very stuck I see that. and a lot and there's so many different like variables that go into that but yep. one of the main variables right is we don't have any meaning to the school work that we do right yep. so let's say you're a pre-med and you're taking OCAM but like if you don't have any experiences outside of OCAM like volunteer experience like research experience or patient or interacting with just people right yep college is such a social setting but now COVID has completely Taken that away. Yep. Right? So you yep. have no meaningful experiences because you feel like you don't have, there's COVID, you know, you can't go anywhere. So yep. it me- makes a lot of um, the school work that we're doing meaningless. And then we get into rest and we're just like, screw it, I don't even care anymore. Yep. Right? So um, I've been on a mission right now to empower as many students as possible, one, to get better grades, but also to find the opportunities of their dreams. Right. right? Find because the there are opportunities right. out there. Mm-hmm. You cannot go about it the way you used to go about it, right? You can't volunteer at a hospital when ICU capacity in LA is at zero percent, or a vacancy is at zero percent. Yeah, right. You have to go things differently. Yep. So by using my strategies of asking to learn from someone, 
providing value, creating your own programs through social media, all of that. I've helped students like a hundredfold their resume. You know, start anti-racism coalitions, start their own programs, wow. uh, get into research labs where they're where they're actually getting published through COVID because they're doing it a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been working my tail off of COVID to bring it to the masses, basically. So I created a whole course um, called "Finding the Opportunities of Your Dreams During COVID 19 Yeah, oh, super catchy. <laughs> um, um, but I want to bring all the things that I've learned and all the things that I've helped mentor countless students and transform their life um, into an online course where you can learn in the comfort of your own room and that's affordable, right? So I know there's online courses for like thousands of dollars and I understand you guys are broke students, yeah. right? Yeah. When, I was in, when I was in college, I was lucky to have $200 in my bank account. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Um, so... You know, now I'm just putting out a, a course that is my whole life story and everything I've done for $50 um, to help you get the opportunities and relationships, right, that you can start building now that's going to last you the rest of your life. Guys, it is, it is, I'm basically giving the course away. You're you know, basically giving bucks. the course away. Yeah. Um, but it's really, really important that you guys are investing in your future because Norman and I have completely blown up everything we've done during COVID because we've, we do have more free time to use, yep. right? Where I'm not necessarily researching as much and I can work on different side projects, different ways to impact the world. And this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to do it. But when we have all this free time and we don't have strategies and methods and mechanisms to help us make an impact, that give, give us guidance, we're just going to procrastinate. We're going to overthink, not know where to start and procrastinate. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that, that sounds like an awesome program. So you've taken all of your experience, all your knowledge over the past, you know, it was a nine, eight months now, and, and you've packaged it into this nice, neat little course that anybody can buy, purchase for $50, $50, which is what, like 10 Starbucks drinks basically. And so yeah, just sacrifice that, invest in your future. Sounds really cool. Uh, you'll have to send that to me and, and I'll, I'll do my own personal review on it. Um, but yeah, no, it sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean... It's really important too, and I think you know I was definitely a victim of this. Is when we're broke and when we're pre meds or pre health or pre pharmacy, whatever, we yeah. want free. So we go on these forums and we go on Reddit and SDN for pre meds. SDN, yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's like you don't know who these people are. Nope. But this Pokemon avatar says you need a four point zero GPA and a five twenty MCAT. No, it, this it, Pokemon avatar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't know. You don't know the credibility. Yep. Like that's the problem with free stuff is there's a reason why it's free. Yep. Like there's a reason why it's free. But you investing just a little bit of some in your in your future, right? One, it's gonna make you more prone to fall through with it. Mm-hmm. And you're actually getting strategies that have been proven over and over and again, right? Not just by me, it's easy for me to lead myself, but for students doing the exact same things and achieving exactly what I've done just based on um, the guidance in this course. No, yeah, I, I love that, and, and then the, just the fact that you took the time out of your out of your day, your year, your your week, whatever it was, to to organize all of the the knowledge you've you've accumulated over the past nine months, helping students find the opportunities of their dreams, and packaged it nice and neat for people. I think, I mean, yeah, it sounds like something we should be jumping on as pre meds, pre health, uh, or even current students right now. Um, yeah. Do you, how, how much time yeah, do you have left? I think that this kind of 
Um, yeah, I've like 10 minutes. Okay, cool, cool. Keep going. Uh, what did you just say? Yeah, I was t- talking about like the fact that we should be jumping on such a great opportunity. And, okay, yeah, I know what I'm gonna say now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is it, yeah. So I love mentoring. Mm-hmm. I love one, specifically one-on-one mentorship. Yeah. I love that one-on-one communication with students and seeing them succeed and all that. But the reality is, is I can't one-on-one mentor everyone. Right. Yeah. It's just not possible. It's not possible. But it's not um, scalable. By putting it in a course. Yeah, by putting it in a course, it gives you the guidance, and you still need to do it. Right? I can't send these emails for you. I can't be implementing these strategies for you. But by giving a little bit of guidance and a little kick in the butt of this is what you need to be do, and this has been proven to help find the opportunities of your dreams, that might give you the extra push to reach out of your comfort zone and send that email to someone who you really admire, yeah. or an email to a doctor asking to learn from them. Right. So there are opportunities out there. So you're basically giving people the, the, the term turnkey. You're giving them the turnkey framework to execute on finding the opportunities of their dreams. But in the end, it's still on you, the people, the listeners, everybody, all the people who want to be mentees of for us. It's still on them, on you, to actually execute on the plan, right? Exactly. No, I... I get messages all the time from my students like, oh, I got three A's this semester. You changed my life, blah, blah, blah. Thank you so much. I said, you shouldn't be thanking me. You should be thanking yourself. <laughs> you're the one who studied. You're the one who put in the work. Exactly. Right? You're the one who did all of this. Yep. Right? I wasn't the one playing the game. I wasn't the one doing this. I gave you the strategies, and you still have to do it yourself. Yep. So if you're thinking that this is a get-risk-quick scheme, it is not. Yep. This is not guaranteed. I didn't say how to guarantee getting the opportunities of your dreams, right? There's yep. no guarantees in life, but if you yep. put in the effort doing the things that no one else is doing, but you're going to find opportunities that you didn't even know was there. I have students shadowing doctors, going into research labs, because right they were able to form relationships, not going after short-term opportunities, and build that trust. Because if anyone's going to allow you to do something for them, they have to trust you, especially during COVID. Right? Yeah. So building that foundation, that's going to last to prolonged success, not right. just a six-month uh, internship that's not going to do anything. Yeah, and even and even just with that, I think you're doing so much on your online community on on your through your social media. I see, always see your your comment section is always on fire, always booming, always bustling. Yeah, you do so much for your for your students. I feel like. Yeah, and I post three times a day. Yes, you do. You do. You do post a lot. Yeah, it's it's always consistent yeah. and it's always in the same format. And so it's just the content being delivered that's different. Yeah. Yeah, but the reality is, is my motivational quotes that I post at 9 a.m., my time, every single day, they're not going to change your life. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're going to feel motivated for five seconds. When you read it, you're going to scroll through. Next one. Right? Exactly. That's why having a course or even one of my two-minute study videos or networking videos, it's not going to change your life yeah. but because it's not giving you the detailed step-by-step process of what you need to do. Yeah. And that's why investing in courses, not just some not just some one minute Instagram video, yep. right? Giving you a little bit of motivation, right? Motivation is temporary. Habits are forever. Habits are forever. Discipline, habits Norman. are forever. Habits, exactly. are, no, habits, habits are forever, Norman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the exact quote, right? Yeah, that's the exact quote. Yeah, I got you. Sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a, a great podcast, Brent. 
Uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up. I'll, I'll just say, you know, this has been Pillow Talk Podcast, and you can just uh, plug yourself, any, you know, any steps any further in all your social media, what's going on with your life. All right. So, uh, yeah, this has been a great podcast with Brent Shaw. Uh, this is Pillow Talk Podcast. And once again, I was your host, Norman Wynn. Uh, and I'll let Brent uh, give a little uh, spiel about what's going on in his life and going forward and all his social media. Brent, go ahead and give it to the people. Yeah, so if you anything stuck out to you during the podcast, maybe you were triggered, maybe you hated what I had to say and you want to let me know, um, DM me. You know, let's start a conversation. At, at The Real Student Mentor on Instagram, I see every DM. I'm not, I don't get thousands of DMs a day. Right? I see every single DM that I get. So if you want to talk further about anything that I said or want further explanation or to say awesome podcast, you suck, Brent, whatever, you know, send me a DM. Um, I love connecting with you guys. That's the whole reason you know, I create a social media platform was not to hear myself talk on a video or to see my post, but to connect with people who are like-minded and want to make a positive impact. Exactly. Let's, I, I think we'll be doing a lot more collabs in the future, hopefully, right? Oh, okay, maybe. Okay, okay, maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is only the first day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But but anyway, <laughs> this was a great podcast. Uh, I hope everybody gets some value out of it. Um, once again, this has been Pillow Talk Podcast. See y'all next Monday.